Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You're listening to Star Wars Hangout. The best Star Wars Hangout in the galaxy. Hey, Star Wars fans. Welcome back to Star Wars Hangout. I'm Ez. And I'm Lutty. And friends, we are back with The Mandalorian, Episode 5, The Pirate. Is it? Is that the name? I think so. Pretty sure. I couldn't find a name. I mean, Gorian Shard so... is the guy we're, uh, you know, we're at. Spoilers! By the way, full spoiler discussion here. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. The pirate. The pirate. Not bad. I, sometimes I'm, like, so amazed how much you remember from just seeing it. Oh, my wizard god. <laughs> Let me tell you about all the things that I remember in this freaking episode. Yeah, I'm still processing it. It was crazy. It's, it's unreal. Let's just go ahead and say that. I, the whole time, I mean... My reactions were, oh my god! How many times did we pause it? And I was like, I normally don't pause. I normally do like a straight watch through, but I like paused it and took a moment to take in certain things that were happening. Yeah, and to show you stuff that was going down. So we were both stoked. I think out of our minds, like it was wild. Would you crown this episode the best so far in the season? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it might be just because the the speeches were epic. the 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 people who showed in like who showed up in it were were really cool for me personally. Yeah. Uh, last episode was sick in terms of like the big thing that we got with like Keller and Beck. That was really freaking yeah. cool. Yeah. And that I thought that was gonna be like the highlight of the season. Yeah. I thought that was gonna be like, oh my god. He's back. Yeah. And they showed us some epic, you know, moment there. But, and it is, it's still one of the best. But this episode, I think, tops it big yeah. time for me. Yeah. Big, big time. So, uh, yeah, what were your uh, thoughts and feels? Were you were you excited? I Here's the thing. Are you not glad we watched Rebels yes. before <laughs> this all broke out? Because all the little things that you're enjoying now are like, I mean, so it's jaw dropping, like yeah. episode one, the Purgle like out in hyperspace, like the space whales. And you're like, I know what those are. I know what that means. Yeah. And you turn to me, you're like, Ezra Bridger, is he, is he, is this going to be, what, like what's going on? And yeah. I'm like, yes. See, that's exactly what Star Wars wants is that interconnective piece where there's mystery boxes, things are, are left unanswered, 
but over time we're going to answer those things. And we're right. gonna, we're also going to build the world out as we do it. So this it was it was excellent. What'd you think? Yeah, I love that they're uh, dropping little hints uh, on Rebels and you know Ezra, and hopefully Ezra will be back soon. I don't know if in uh, the Mandalorian and Ahsoka wherever we're going to see him, but seeing Zeb in this episode. And you told me this was the first time we see him in, in oh, real life action. Yeah, yeah. By the way, full spoilers now. Um, just so you, I think I, I already, said, we already it. said it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sometimes I try to give us. They're too excited. We're too excited. Yeah. So just, just no. We're gonna start spoiling stuff. Here we go. Uh, yeah, Zeb's in it. It's yeah. crazy. We he's, get he's, thirty seconds or something. Yeah, he's walking up to uh, Carson Tava, so yeah. Captain Tava, yeah. who I've told you before, like he keeps sort of pulling over. So he's, he's this officer who I say pulling over, as yeah. if he's like an officer on the highway and he pulls you over. Uh, and he's like, hey, excuse me there. Uh, it's all you're going a little fast on the, um, you yeah. know, galactic uh, hyperspace lane there. But he's run across him a couple times. He knows Mando and he shows up and we'll get into all that stuff later on. But yeah, it's it's just a quick moment where he's talking to him and it's yeah. freaking wild. He looks really good. And it's the same really voice good. actor. So we were like not sure if it's the voice actor in that suit or, right. you know, someone else. And he's just talking over. Yeah, I wonder if he... Right. I don't know who... I need to look up who did it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, my, my computer is locked up with a <laughs> secret mission that we're working on here uh, in, in Adobe Premiere. You know, I'm Adobe One Kenobi, so it's like locked up and I'm, uh, I can't, I can't do all the searching. So, so we'll leave it to Lottie today to do some searching. But the voice actor, I wonder what he looks like. And I wonder, I don't remember, I don't know if I've ever looked him up. Steve Blum. Steve Blum. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like here, let me look at my phone because, oh oh, goodness. Oh, Jesus. Oh. uh, (laughs) That's so exciting. uh, Throwing stuff over here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I have seen him before. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I did wonder, um, yeah, because I used to look up all the different like voice actors to see if they would come back and be able to like, you know, do they want to get in costume a little bit or or, or, yeah. or play uh, their their characters to, to to some degree because you knew he was going to be uh, animated and everything, uh, but they sometimes have somebody in a suit with like those right. dots on their face and I don't know how they you know what the whole deal was going to be. Uh, even even um, Ahmed Best who plays Jar Jar Binks like he wore a special suit with a with a high like hat on it that had Jar Jar's like face. So, yeah. you know, um, it would just be, cut. it's just cool to know that his voice is there and you wonder, I can't wait till they drop like the behind the scenes reel where they show you how they yeah. did certain things. I, I, I love the making of stuff, but for right now, I'm completely caught up in this, in this world. So let's go over just a quick, just a quick summary and then we're going to dive away and we're going to dive right into, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Like I'm, I'm, we just finished it, by the yeah. way. I always like to tell people like, Seconds if you ago, ever wonder yeah. why we do this so quickly and we don't really even process what we saw, it's initial reaction. It's just us watching it saying, okay, walk over to the microphones, plug in, sit down, let's go. Um, the episode kind of though, it, it starts off with, you know, we get this backstory on, we, we go back to Navarro. They do a really good job of catching you up in the, in the preview, by the way, and telling you like, oh, this yeah. happened in the book of Boba Fett, the dark saber, who would lead the people what happened to Moff Gideon, all those different things are, are coming back into play. But we go back to Navarro with the High, high Magistrate Grief Karga, who is, you know, we're, we're trying to set up the city, move things around, had given Mando previously like a spot. Hey, if you want to come here, you can do your thing in this Western, you know, part of the city. Yeah. And I've got some land there that needs developed. I would love for you to come in. Well, uh, sure enough, they'll get that at the end of this episode. But you, they, they come under attack. Gorian Shard shows up there on Navarro again and is attacking them. So he sends out a distress signal, right? Calls for help. And it's actually Carson Tava, who, Captain Tava, who gets the distress signal. Yeah. He sends it to him because they've come across one another. And this is a known character, you said. Known character. He's yeah. been in a couple times. And, and if you if you don't rewatch Mandalorian over and over again, you might have missed this guy because mm-hmm. he's in there for a hot second. He does a pursuit when, when they're taking Frog Lady 
when Mando has Frog Lady and he's and she's got oh. the, all the different stuff in there, yeah. all the different. Yeah. The reason they crash land is because he got in a chase. He tried to outrun Carson Tava. Okay. okay. And so it's also Dave Filoni's the other pilot with Carson a lot of times as well. Yeah. And they're flying around and it's uh, yeah. So that's that's where we've seen him before, but. Grief Karga had a ranger of the New Republic in, oh my gosh, why am I forget Cardoon? What, what is her name? Oh my gosh, I totally blanked on her name. Anyway, she's the person who used to be yeah. in The Mandalorian right. and uh, is no longer, but she was the New Republic officer and he is now looking for a new, yeah, Cardoon. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's who it is. So here, I'll show you a picture of her. So let's see if you oh, remember yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right from from um, from Alderaan. Yeah, and she's out, and so they've been sort of without a ranger right. or an officer there. They're not really. They're they're an independent world. Uh, they're not you know uh, not associated with the New Republic. Haven't signed the charter. They keep talking about that, like this charter that would protect planets. Uh, they haven't done that. So. Anyway, he's he's invested in this. He knows something's going on. Navarro has been at it was like it was it was Moff Gideon's base for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, there's been a Mandalorian covert there. There's been Imperial Remnant there. Now there are pirates there. So Carson is realizing something something's up. Yeah, he's definitely sniffing something out here, and he goes for help, goes for aid. None, no aid is is given. We even see Elia Kane show back up in this. So she's there in the same office where he goes to the Colonel to kind of say, hey. Can we get some aid for Navarro? Yeah. Uh, High Magistrate Grief Karga has said, like, we need some help. So when that's refused, he says, all right, fine. I'm going to go on my own. And before that, by the way, when he first gets the message, that's when you see Zeb. That's when you see Zeb yeah. and you see Dave Filoni and all the other, all the other <laughs> directors sitting around the bar having a drink, which was amazing. Um, but then you go, he, he actually, you, you caught this. I didn't catch this at all. When Carson is flying, he flies to a planet. I think he's going back to his base. He's not. He's actually going to the secret covert. Yeah. The secret Mandalorian covert. He knows. And it's freaking R5. R5 in their midst. Yeah. He's like, there is one among you who I fought in the rebellion with. And I thought, is it bo Me too, no, for a what? second. I totally yeah. forgot. And then the little guy comes rolling down there, and I lost my mind. He did. He did. I full on paused. I was, and I, I had to explain the backstory. Like it was theorized back in the day that he was a part, like early days, early, early days of Star Wars. People were theorizing he was a part of the rebellion and he was sent there to spy and all these different things, you know. So he had this backstory. He's gotten some comic time. And the fact that he went with, you know, we, we saw him with Palimato. He's still on Tatooine. That all made sense. And then, yeah, he had a, a mission. He was an informant of, of, of some degree and he's kept up with Carson. Whatever. Believable. I loved it. And so yeah. that's how he figures out where the Mandalorians are at. And he said, hey, this is your friend. Boom. Um, why don't you help him out? Uh, I know you'll do the right thing. Sort of. He gives him yeah. Grief Karga's message yeah. and then makes his speech. So, yeah, he makes his speech to, to finish up the summary. Uh, epic moments there. And then they go. They help Navarro save him. And it's all good. Yeah. So Was that a surprise to you that we came back to Navarro this episode? Did you expect it that we yeah. will come back at some point? Probably. I thought actually it was going to go down, down differently. I thought like perhaps they would want to retake Mandalore and they would go seek his help or his aid or something because mm -hmm. that seemed that's that seemed to be the way that this was going. I, I didn't realize that the pirate attack was going to happen. It, it's perfect the way they did, the, the way this is um, yeah come to be because they the the, the attack happens. You bring back characters we saw in the beginning, right? And now. Vane is still out there, somebody who we're going to have to deal with later. But you, you go back and you help these people. They get a home. They're not in hiding anymore. Yeah. They can go out and, as, as Din says, they can now, their children can play in the sunlight. <laughs> and you were like, well, aren't they wearing helmets all the time? Like, it's not like they need sunscreen. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was, I was like, let the man speak. 
Let the man. He has the he has the sacred uh, hammer. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's allowed to speak, which I thought was funny because he's holding the hammer. Anybody right, who wanted yeah. to yeah. speak had to hold the armor's, um, you know, hammer. Yeah, ha- and that's hand. her weapon when she was attacking oh. later on. Yes, she doesn't use any guns or you would say like modern technology. Right. She right. uses iron. Yeah, <laughs> she's the forge master. You know, yeah. she is in there, and and like it. I mean, even at the end of this episode. She says to Bo, like, do you respect my position? Oh, do you respect was, who I am yeah, and, and, yeah. and my position in this covert, in this group? That's the whole point is yeah. that at the heart of their society are the armorers. Yeah. Those who, who clad them in armor and who forge their armor. They are at the heart of all of this. And they are like considered guides and, and, and almost like your spiritual, as we talked about last episode, like your Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, they're kind of your guide by the side yeah, for that, that culture. That was probably my second favorite moment where she says, remove your helmet. And we're all like, what? what? Yeah. No. It's is, a tra- that a tra- is that a trap? A trap. Is, that, <laughs> is that, that her? Like, they're doing this again? This is a trap. So, uh, but yeah, that ends up working out, which we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get to in a sec. But yeah, yeah that was that Sorry. was a sick moment. No, we can bounce around. We're gonna, okay. we're gonna <laughs> kind of bounce around all over the episode because there's so many th- there's so many things to cover, you guys. Yeah. Like I was so blown away by all this entire from start to finish. Yeah, I was blown away by this episode. It's it's a great episode because they tie everything together. You mm-hmm. see how everything is now um, coming together, all the different stories. Yeah, and, yeah. this yeah. was a big. You're right. It's a good way to put it because everything with. Previous previous seasons with the New Republic and Navarro, where do they stand? Where do the Mandalorians stand? You knew that there was some awkwardness between. They had fought Grief Karga. They used to live on Navarro. Yeah. And these things didn't seem. Like, it didn't seem like people knew each other that they were really connected. They, they they didn't talk about it. They just sort of moved on. And now in in what I'm going to call like the Armorers Council or the Mandalorian <laughs> Council, they they discuss all of that. And Paz Vizsla is sort of like he takes up the you know, the the hammer and basically says this like this man has fought to save a foundling, like one of the one of the highest things that you can do, right? Yeah. To protect and save a foundling. That's why the covert all did what they did for Din. This yeah. is a foundling. Under he, he is the, he is that foundling's ward. Yeah. And so they fought grief and they protected him. Grief has a change of heart, becomes a better person, uh, sees a better, you know, path forward. And it's great. It is. It's people are allowed to change. And, and yeah. grief is one of those guys who's been kind of, you know, he worked with the bounty hunters. He's a businessman trying to make his way through the galaxy. He's not really. He's wanting prosperity and and, and success and things like yeah. that. He reminds me of, of Lando Calrissian a little bit, just because they both were business oriented and yeah. they both create like these this little colony or this little group of of people yeah. that are independent. They're they're always wanting their independence from the empire and things like that. So. Yeah, that was um, that was that was that was really cool. Uh, just to see how all this is interconnected and to see it all kind of come together. Because I was wondering, would we ever see Elia Kane again? And sure enough, she's there in this freaking yeah. episode. Yeah. And she is in there sniffing around, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on. Who knows what about Moff Gideon? Where was he taken from? And yeah, that was that was wild, which we'll talk about here at at the end. But yeah. other things that were kind of major. So Zeb, Zeb was huge. And seeing that base where they were all were at, the directors, I mentioned it briefly, but Dave Filoni is right there with his hat. Deborah Chow is there, and I think one of the other directors is there, too. I can't I was, I I didn't was see his face. but shocked. I, I, you, yeah. yeah, you didn't even see his face, and you were like, that's Dave Filoni. 
How do you Absolutely. Know? I was like, how do you know? Yeah. Well, and then I also, so what's easier to see is Deborah Chow's face. And so yeah. you can see her face pretty clearly. And I'm like, yeah. that's all the directors. He also would want to be there for the reveal of Zeb. You know, the fact yeah, that Zeb is showing up, cool. that's his character. Uh, yeah. And I thought, wow, this is wild. Do we know where they are, like, which planet they're on? Where mm. this this tavern or whatever I'd have is. to look it up. They said that they bar. were on, a, like, um, Adelphi. The, okay. The, the, like, that outpost, I'm almost, guessing. See, I'm wondering if some of these things Yeah, I was wondering why Zeb is there. Did he go back in the end with uh, to his home planet? Or not his home planet, but to his home to his people? people? Yeah. Um, people. Lyra San, he I mm. think he did go back there and yeah, we know at the end of Rebels he did, but okay. did he go there to stay? I think he went and stayed for some time and okay. then he and Agent Callus, surely they join up with the rebellion. Mm. You know, one of the characters I've been waiting to see show up, it might be like Agent Callus. Yeah. Remember because he was a double yeah. agent, he he ends up working for yes. the rebels. And I mean they were in the end they were kind of thick as thieves. Yeah, they were. They were bonded. So. Yeah, I um, we'll have to look up that base. I'm not really sure about um, uh, even even how it's pronounced, but they were on some outpost, and it might be connected to Galaxy's Edge too. I don't really know. I that that was new for me, and I yeah. just haven't yeah. kept up very well. On oh it. yeah, we like you said, but, we just watched it. So yeah, gotta go do some research on it. Uh, anyway, so that was that was really neat to see him there with the directors, and I was mind blowing. And I every time I see Carson Tava, yeah, Captain Tava, yeah. Uh, and I want to say Tiva, it's Tava. They kept saying Tava, so I'm, that's what I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is awesome, and he has been a fan favorite. Yeah. He's been one yeah. of my favorite characters because he's just this, um, uh, you know, I don't know. He, I, I, I've read, I think he has, I don't know what his acting chops are. He's great, first of all, freaking yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And I can't remember what he was in, but he was a big Star Wars fan, and they found out about it, and he also did some cosplay, and he had his own, like, suit, and he was, I think, a x-wing pilot type of guy i don't know i could be wrong about that whole situation i just remember reading some some story about him back in the day when he when he first showed up and he's yeah. been great he's he's always been great he's been teamed up with um uh with whenever dave filoni is an x-wing pilot he seems to be there with him as well too so yeah. it was cool to see all those guys working together on that on that, that is uh, really cool set uh they then go back though to coruscant essentially and, and try to figure out hey can we get some help for these people mm-hmm. that's where we see mm-hmm. eliah kane and and uh she is super mysterious. Like yeah. I'm. One, let's just talk about her for a second because mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if she actually knows Moff Gideon escaped and is trying to get. Is she trying to get intel on on who on who got him? Is she trying to protect him? Like who is she working for? Yeah. What? Why? Who is giving her the the directive to take out Doctor Pershing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what is her directive and and who would be giving that? Now I and I. And I'm so glad I said what I said in the Michaela episode. When we had Magic by Michaela on, I said that she was like, you know, is is it Gideon? Um, and I thought, it's somebody bigger. Yeah. Because Gideon was in custody. Yeah. And they had him in full custody. So he's not in a position where he could have been giving out a lot of orders unless he got away. And I was like, well, okay. So if he got away, then perhaps he is still giving orders and some directives secretly in, in, in some regard. But at the end of this episode, it's revealed that the Mandalorians, and I'm thinking Bo-Katan's Mandalorians, those who were with her before, who didn't follow the way, right? right? She's going back to them to recruit them. Yeah, She's going to find where, out they've yeah. got Moff Gideon. Yeah. They hate him. Yeah. They hate him for what he did to their world. And so he never went and stood trial. At, and these Mandalorians, they went and they they break him out. That See, because if you would have just left it at like, they're, like someone broke them out, 
okay, it could be it could be your Imperial Remnant, it could be a pirate group, it could be any of these other factions. But when they find the Beskar in there, right? So so once the probe is, is sent in, which was really sick, by the way, that the astromech could like launch its little <laughs> yeah. scope and go and like, yeah. you know, probe the ship. Um then you realize, okay, it is the Mandalorians, and that there's a reason they would want him because of the dark saber, because of the way he uh, treated them, and, and his the, the yeah. I mean, he was. But a you part think of he's still alive? I think he's still alive. I think they have him. But now back to Elia Kane. I don't think she's taking directives from Moff Gideon. So if not Moff Gideon, then yeah. who? Thrawn. Flat out, I'm right. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows. I mean, there are articles. It's it's not it's not a difficult thing to to kind of figure out. I'm glad that they still have the Moff Gideon piece floating around. So mm-hmm. on first glance, you might think, well, I mean, okay, like it's just Moff Gideon until you get to this episode. Yeah. Then you're like, no, 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 no. If you were ever leaning yeah. towards it being Thrawn or someone greater, someone far out there, it's there, there. There's your confirmation. The other thing it could be, and I, I, because they're, I don't think Thrawn, sorry to, to derail this conversation for a little bit, but I just want to, I want to go down this path for a second because Thrawn does not in, in the books anyways, People aren't like killing themselves or offing themselves for to protect Thrawn and his secrets. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That that isn't something that he wanted uh, for his officers underneath him. It seems like a really serious top secret group. That I'm wondering who's at the tippy top of it. Is it still Palpatine and his clones, or or the acolytes, or someone from Exegol? You know the Sith eternal because they are the radicals they are super devoted to this cloning technology in this program right the only thing that 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 kind of mixes all this up a little bit is the fact that thrawn also in legends was closely connected with the imperial remnant and with cloning technology as well yeah so now in new canon it's hard to kind of tell it's kind of hard to sift out Mm -hmm. like who this could be but the way they react and the way that elia kane is is so devoted to this cause yeah. still and taking directive, it feels like it's something Sith. And Thrawn is not Sith. He's he's not related yeah. to the he's 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 working for his people in, in a completely different capacity. And I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the day if he's one of those like not a hero, but what he was doing in his own way was good for the galaxy and good for his people. Um and wow. yeah, oh yeah. Like Thrawn his people in in, in the book they have a secret ceremony, one of their highest, most like um, honorable ceremonies that they have with the great houses, yeah. and they bring Thrawn in and and they give him a new name, and and it means guardian. Well, he, he's their guardian, and so like he like the the way yeah, it's like one of like I'm reading this going, holy, we don't know Thrawn yeah. half as well as we think we do, no. and you get that backstory with his people. And in they're in the unknown region, and you have all these different like the Grisk, and you've got other other pirate factions and other other groups out there that could be uh, pose a threat. And it feels like yeah. there's something behind even that threat. There's something looming out there that he is trying to understand. There's Skywalkers, which are their navigators. They kind of there's also a, a disturbance among them a little bit. It feels like something is cutting them off from the four. I you know, why do they stop at a certain age? It yeah. There's yeah. lots of pieces. There's yeah. lots of of um variables out there with uh, the Chiss ascendancy and, and Thrawn. So, I just wanted to say all that because I feel like this so Elia Kane is either being directed by Thrawn or these Sith acolytes. I don't think it's Moff Gideon. I mean, it can't yeah. be unless yeah. it's someone who's just still just loyal to Moff Gideon like his second in command. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We haven't met yet, or maybe maybe she's more than we think she is, you know? Maybe she's yep. heading some... Some insurgency uh, situation, and she's trying to fight for what she believes in. Yeah. Do you sometimes get impatient with everything that's still out there and Uh, still, you know, needs to be covered or I will tell you that I will probably come to tears (laughs) when they bring Ezra Bridger back in whatever capacity is that that they bring him back. I have waited so many years. You know, I almost started a blog called Where is Ezra? Like I almost no, did it. I didn't know. Yeah, I almost start when I'm when I was creating blogs and I was trying to trying to figure out like how to get into blogging a little bit. I thought about creating one called "Where Is Ezra?" Oh my goodness! And just constantly running I theories mean, on it because because you can go into me and, and the more that has come out with Mandalorian, the more I was like, "It's coming! It's coming! It's coming!" I could have done this for years. For yeah. years, I, I could have written articles <laughs> theorizing about where he's at and and what is going down. And now there's there's these tidbits with Ahsoka and everything. So yes, yeah. I my patience. I am very patient. You know, that's a the, the, the Jedi will teach you patience, right? Okay, you've gotta gotta have patience. It's been good. It's been a really good ride. There's been a good build. It's been a good yeah. creative project for them. And they're building this this Mandoverse. I'm telling you, these guys know what they're doing because they're weaving together some old Star Wars stuff with some new Star Wars stuff and they're they're building the best of both worlds. They're yeah. giving you good hero journeys and good arcs inside of arcs. Like it's it's well built and it's good at flat out good storytelling. Yes. I don't care. I know it was slow. For for patches there in season one, I had some people telling me like they didn't they were out on it because it was a little bit slow, and I was like ah okay maybe, but like it's it's a TV show. They are definitely trying to do something different here, mm-hmm. and there are inside of those stories like just last episode when they go to save the foundling. This is just a rescue mission. It's just a yeah. rescue mission. That's awesome. You get some connection to this is the way. You get some connection to who is the war leader and who gets to sit by the fire. All that stuff is is really cool, and it's it's building out this 
ancient way of, of Mandalore. Yeah. That that is that is fun. So I think they're doing a great job. Yeah. And I, I, that's a great question. Yeah, I know people want it. They want it now. They want all of it. <laughs> but it's the journey and it's the yeah. ride that is so good. Um, and yeah. you're, you're right. Like I I do love that they connect the new characters to the old characters. They've been they yeah. learned like Ahsoka. She. Right. The whole backstory that I have not seen yet, really, just bits mm-hmm. and pieces here and there, uh, with with Anakin, and then also now um, Grogu has been trained by Luke, so mm-hmm. and they yep. will carry on their their the story um, legacies. Their legacy, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, Bo-Katan here, right? So again, around since the Clone Wars, yeah. since the time of the Clone Wars, yeah, and then continued on into Rebels, and then continued like they went off grid yeah. during the Galactic Civil War, like during episodes four, five, and five, which Galactic Civil War is long, or it's longer than that, but you, don't, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, so she kind of goes off grid, reemerges now, and the Mandalorians are coming back together, yeah. and they're they're reemerging, and she's this thread, she's this thread through that that helps tie us back to all that stuff. Yeah, you know, Grogu as well, like he's t- he's tying us back to fill in holes. See, that's the genius of this is that. They've created characters. I've always thought that the droids were really important, like R2, C-3PO. They're really mm-hmm. important because they're there in episode one. Yeah. And they tie us all the way through to episode um, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. All, all the way through with Ray, you know, and so they they know the story. George In George Lucas's mind, they outlived everybody. And yeah. years and years and years later, they told a story about a long time ago. Yeah. They're at, they're, R2 is the one telling the story. So that... I mean, when you have characters like Grogu who can stretch the timeline and yeah. who can who can live through all of that, and we're watching him experience this, and we know he's going to grow older. Everyone's theorizing that oh, he's going to go to Luke's academy and he's going to die. No, he left Luke's mm-hmm. academy. Mm-hmm. That was the big thing. People were like, oh, I can't believe they would send Grogu to Luke's academy. Now he's just going to die when Kylo Ren takes over and destroys the temple. No, clearly not. He yeah. is back with Daddy Din, yeah. and that is not the case. So he did <laughs> he did train with him for a time, which is why I believe Luke Skywalker is training other people right now. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. at all. He's He trained his sister. She put down her lightsaber. He trained other individuals, whoever they may be, if it's going to be Corrin Horn or if it's going to be Kip Doran or, or some of these other Legends characters that they could bring back. They're adults that only need a little bit of training and then they're out doing their thing and they become Jedi-like individuals. Yeah. They, they can do all of that still and it's still open to that. But you're right that it's like the tie-throughs, the tie-back to Clone Wars and Rebels is what is getting us. And also if this is if it's brand new for you, if Mandalorian is, is like something that you're just now getting exposed to yeah. and you love it and you go back and watch it even as you get older and stuff like that, if you're a kid right now, you're going to wonder who are all these freaking characters? Yeah. Who's this Zeb character everyone's freaking out? What, why are the Purgles so important? And then... You know, who is Bo-Katan really? And you go back and you dig mm-hmm. into those stories. Yeah. So for me, it is like they are flat out knocking this out of the park. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Did you know I didn't really, I used to not really like Bo-Katan a whole lot. I know. And now Rose on you, didn't that you? The, the last bit of this episode where she just, the music hits and she's just like, yeah, okay, I got this. I got this. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. It's her destiny. Like it is. she is, she's going to bring the Mandalorians together. Yeah. And she's been, it, it's not been, been an easy journey for her. No. She's always been like, re- not and rejected, but like, re- I mean, rejected kind of by the, by the dark saber. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's never, yeah. other people had to have it before her. Yeah. Yeah. And, she's, and she had, because her journey was not over, she was not ready yet. And mm. she needs to go through all this. Yeah. To, to, that's her journey yes. yeah you're yeah. right like it's a, that is her arc which is you had to go and endure all of these things yeah. 
and she's never successfully been able to unify Mandalore. And you hear her say that, like, that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she's she's grown to realize, like, first she she's walking. So as the armor says, has walked in two worlds, yeah. has walked two ways and could bring and unite these two groups together. Yeah, because she's been on that side. Now she's been on this side and she's she's heard them talk about the code and talk about honor and doing things that far exceed just like revenge on Moff Gideon yeah. or, um, you know, be- becoming a new powerhouse in, ter- in, in, in the galaxy or leading through simply owning and possessing a saber, right? Yeah. Like the, 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 it's more than that. And she says that to Din in this, in this very, um, in the beginning of this season, she's like, take that dark saber, wave it around and any of them will follow you. That's yeah. just how, that's how simple minded they are. If yeah. you've got that, they'll follow. And, and that's that's upset and that's upsetting to her because there's got to be something more yeah. and she finds that with yes. the armor in that other group. Yeah, yeah, and the reason why the armor believed her so much was she went and rescued Din. Mm-hmm. While she did that, she saw the Mythosaur. Yeah, Mythosaur. Yes. And yes. that's what made the armor go like, whoa. She's chosen. It, that's her. Yeah. She, she is. Yeah. It's a sign yeah. that they that she was waiting for and recognized and realized she's yeah. telling the truth. They did go back. I didn't believe even even the armor didn't believe that, yeah. that it was possible to go back to Mandalore and to bathe in, no, in, yeah. in the living waters. They all said that the apostate was there's no way he's lying. Oh, you have a witness. Sure. Oh, well, you've got a water sample. Sure. And then she's like, sure enough, they did. Yeah. And so where we fought, where they felt, where the, where the covert fell short was they didn't believe those things were possible. They yep. they were short sighted almost in in terms of their their goals and their ambitions. They were just in hiding. They were forever going to be in hiding, living out this ancient, believing in in, in this way, and it has led them to uh, basically like through Den believing in this, and then him encountering Bo. Like this whole journey yeah. has brought her into the way and exposed her to it, and so it's just been a really good. I don't know, mix of, of all. If yeah. Let me say this. Yeah. If I could, you wouldn't have to pay me. No, I want no money for this whatsoever. I ju- I will dedicate my time. If I could just sit in the council of Dave Filoni, John Favreau, Deborah Chow, the <laughs> other creators, people who are, who are working on this, uh, and just banter back and forth and talk with the same things we're doing right now, which is finding, that's what they have to do. Find all of these themes. They're figuring yeah. out. Like, what does it mean to be, to walk the way? Yeah. How will that influence Bo? How will that, uh, you know, change her? They had to, they walk through all of that. And that's where I'm like, my God, if I could just sit there and just be someone to listen to them and just talk and, and not that I'm in anything whatsoever, but like, you wouldn't have to pay me a dime for that. That's, <laughs> that is such gold conversation, such yeah. good storytelling, such... It's so good for a universe that I love. You know, I I love the Star Wars universe and to see them taking this great care and making it feel connected and and for us, for fans to go find those connections, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're rewarding fans who who read the books, who, I mean, not not like you have to read every single freaking book or whatever, but like if you have read some of these things, there's a little Easter egg in there for you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if if you've been following the story of R5 for a while, that you got you got a pretty big Easter egg reveal this this episode. Yes. Um. You know, if you know anything about the Mythosaur and you understand it's how it was connected to the Mandalorians, when you saw that, you were like, "Holy smokes! This is this is wild." So all of that. If you watch Rebels, like we've said, you knew that <laughs> they didn't say Zeb, did they? They didn't mention his name whatsoever. I don't think so. Not at all. <laughs> and so you just knew that is him, and and we're like, okay, it's awesome. So yeah, for me. 
Oh, I am just so thankful. If I could just say thankful, if, if I could just say thankful, if I could just say thanks <laughs> to, to those to those guys, that's probably how I'd be talking to them. I would be like stuttering through my stuff. Like, hey guys, thanks so much. Um, <laughs> that's all I can really get out. But man, I just feel as an Ezra, I feel like really good about the future of Ezra and the future of of Din Djarin and Grogu in Star Wars. I just yeah. feel like this is this is the way. This is the direction, and uh, it. It is just awesome because I yeah. think John has already written um, season four. Like they've already kind of wow. figured out season four and where they want to go yeah. with all of this. So well, that's good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, um, which was great. But yes. talking about the future, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, next episode, what do you what do you think? Where we're going? Where we're going? Yeah. So it feels like she is now. So Bo-Katan clearly is going to go back to her, the group she was with prior, mm-hmm. right? We where, don't know where that would be, right? No, she talked about a fleet being like that they took some of the vessels that they um, had taken from the Empire, that they had acquired a small fleet, possibly, and there was this group. So, again, she returned to them without acquiring the Darksaber. Wasn't going to fight Din for it. Luke Skywalker shows up, so that's all ruined. She goes back and they're like, wow, you can't even acquire the Darksaber, right? And you couldn't even really bring moff gideon in he's given over to the new republic so they're upset with her so she's now going to have to like earn her way back into their good graces sort of right and be and be she's probably going to go back in there put her helmet on and start walking the way of the ancient way of man be an example to them i think and someone who has walked both worlds yeah but will take some of what she has learned from this secret covert and go there and try to um in influence them and, and uh, figure it all out. But Moff Gideon will be there. I think Moff Gideon's showing up next episode. Yeah. He's with them. They've got him. They're torturing him or they're, uh, he's their prisoner. And I don't know what they're doing with him, but mm-hmm. they've got him. So that is where she's going next. And, and we'll kind of figure out how they move beyond this one man, you know, mm-hmm. this one person who destroyed their people. How do you as a people move on? And and not keep living in this revenge mode or this this like uh, I don't even know like like they're just so they're they're definitely wanting to like repay old debts to the empire the the imperial remnant and things like that so yeah. Moff Gideon and his group they're very much going to be aggressors against them how do you you know get yeah. them beyond that because that's that's short sighted yeah. they need to look to their own homeworld they need to look to their own people and she'll start to kind of. I think get them get them geared up for that. Now, the other thing that's going to happen, I think, is something is going on in the New Republic. Why would they cover this up? All the records yeah. that that um, Captain yeah, it's classified. Yeah. Captain Tava comes across all this different stuff, and it is classified. It's rumored that he got away. He never made it to trial. There was a trial, so the Mandalorians break him out. Why wouldn't they like make that? No- Why isn't that mm-hmm. something that they? Was there some sort of like offering where they were kind of like, you know what, we're not going to say anything. We're going to sacrifice our this ship and this whatever. You guys can take them, and we're not going to pursue you guys in that. Or, or is there something more? I just can't figure. I really can't figure out what's going on because something also was going on with this group of of Imperials that have given themselves up and are going in for rehabilitation. Right there, mm-hmm. like Alaya is one of them, and I feel like she's not alone in terms of people who are in the New Republic. Who are wanting to? Who who are agents, secret agents in there that are supplying information out to either Thrawn, Gideon, or Gideon's people, or whoever, 
or Sith Acolytes, who freaking knows, the First Order, perhaps. Uh, and and there's, there's a group in there. We're going to learn more about that as well. And she's yeah. just the face of that group right now, which is which is wild. Yeah. Um, whether we're going to get any more stuff with Ahsoka or... I don't think so. I don't think we're going to get anything with like Luke necessarily, unless they're back at the New Republic and you see Luke Skywalker forming relations with the New Republic, mm-hmm. which would be kind of cool. He did not, though. I mean, like it, it seems like he's gone and, and created his own temple and is training his own Jedi to yeah. just be independent of yeah. the New Republic, but maybe not. Maybe he was more involved with them, and we, we're not really sure. Because they are, what the New Republic is doing now is they're, they're, um, they're destroying the old Imperial ships. They're, they're destroying their, their Alliance ships. What happens in the sequels is that the Resistance, Leia, um, General Organa, will create a Resistance fleet because the, the New Republic has, has basically gone back to a time of peace. And they have, um, uh, well, you know, what's, what's the word? They've gotten rid of all their weapons, all their, all their ships, yeah. and they've tried to make themselves a more peaceful governing body. They still have patrols, and they still have, you know, um, a security force or right. whatever, but it's not a war fleet that can go around and just hurt other, other individuals. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's a big debate about, like, should they bring that back, or, or should the individual systems have their own, um, their own fleets and their own armies and their own resources to protect their, their own system? Because then if it's all centralized with the New Republic, they then sort of pick like, okay, we need to protect that planet over this planet. You saw that today, yeah. which is like we yeah. have a backlog of requests from these charter planets that they need protection and intervention, but we're backlogged. Yeah. We, we, can't even, we can't even help all those people out. So those people are like, well, why are we going to wait on the New Republic to come help us? Why don't we help ourselves? Yeah. And you start to see the politics of what's going on. Genius. Yeah. Freaking genius, by the way, that they're doing that. That is that is that's clever, and that's that's even like I remember Corellia in some of the old Legends books. Like it was an independent system, and it was like building up its military. But they're also like the, oh, I guess it was maybe the Galactic Alliance back in the day was they were called something different, right? And they um, were trying to get them to to join up or to they were watching them because they were growing. They were growing not threat, but I mean they were growing military power. Corellia is where they got a lot of their vessels and ships yeah. and stuff. So anyway, just freaking. <laughs> I'm, my mind is honestly just blown this episode because yeah. of all the different stuff. So, and then we got celebration next week, so we're going to be True. getting all sorts of you know cool stuff. We're going to have a guest back on next week yeah. for uh, Mandalorian. Um, good yeah. friend Cameron will be. We on. feel. I mean, I feel like for the celebration week, they would again plan out a really good episode to drop that week, right? Oh so yeah, it's going to be Wednesday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's going to so that'll be episode six, and then there'll be episode seven, eight after that, right? Yeah. So that's. It's going to be a good one. Oh, they're going like. to bring out those the last two episodes After. in one the same the same week. No, no, I said next week is going to be episode. This is episode five, right? Yeah. So next week is episode six. Yeah. Right before celebration, yeah. and then after that, we'll have two more episodes. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. mm-hmm. two at the same time that drop. No. Uh-uh. No. Okay. So two weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So next week we're going to have episode six, and then the week after that is is uh, once celebration is over, we, we will have, have two, two more, more episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they're going to be dropping other stuff about Ahso- the Ahsoka series, the movies that are coming out, yeah. all these different things. So Bad Batch is going on. We haven't even seen mm-hmm. Bad Batch yet today, yep. so we're going to have to watch <laughs> that and figure out what's happening there. But we want to get this out quick and just give, give you guys our initial reactions and our thoughts and uh, you know, yeah. maybe see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Was this hitting home for you? I don't know. It is just... It's been yeah. fantastic to see what they're doing. I'm still waiting on Grogu having, whether it's 
this season or any other season after this, I want Grogu to have like a good Gohan moment where oh, he really? just steps up. And I mean, we saw him step up a little bit when he went to get Bo-Katan to save daddy. Yeah. But yeah. I want him on No one expects that. He's just been learning along the way. He's just been observing, trying some stuff. Mm-hmm. He remembers his training with Luke. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, when one is he going to have one his... One day he's going to step up and everyone's like, everyone's going to be like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do want to give a quick shout out to uh, my buddy Andrew, who, by the way, is one of our one of our patrons, one of our one of our Jedi Masters. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast and uh, I'm excited. We're going to be doing a big live stream next week. So for, ce- <laughs> for celebration uh, on Friday, I think Thursday or Friday, I'm going to have Cameron on. We'll do our Mandalorian reaction and then we'll be just live online. I'm going to send a link out to all those folks. If they want to join and pop in just to kind of do a hangout, we're going to have some blue drinks and I'm everything. Gonna, and, I'm yeah. Googling right now what kind of what? Oh, yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars blue drinks there is, recipes. Oh, yeah. We're going to make some, some good shorts, some good TikToks. We'll have those bad boys steaming. Uh, we're, I'm even setting up my backdrop here a little bit, ordering <laughs> some stuff, getting ready for that. But uh, thanks to Andrew who said, hey, I'm excited for the show. Need to rewatch the series to get up to snuff on everything. Been a little bit uh, lax on Bad Batch, just barely watching it, but he's, he's keeping up here and there. So... Uh, which which is good. So he said he enjoyed the Meg episode where he had Meg on from Dork Side of the Force. So that that was pretty cool. But yeah, he's looking to to rewatch and get get into talking about Mandalorian soon. So hopefully we'll have him in and maybe he can give his reactions. And then anybody else who uh, is out there on our like Arna or somebody else, maybe we'll maybe we'll get him you know roped in here and get him on the mics, get him fired up. Yes. I want to know their thoughts because they have such different takes on Star Wars than I do, and I love that. I love to bring on different takes, different yeah. opinions. And we will see if we can get uh, some of those folks in here. So, yeah, it's been great. Sounds good. It's been great, guys. I'm tired right now. <laughs> I'm just like, I am on, uh, I, I am on, I'm in Cloud City right now, like <laughs> on a huge high cloud. Wonderful. So, all right. That is all for this week. We'll be back with some Bad Batch. Again, send your thoughts over on Instagram to Star Wars Hangout 77. I check that pretty regularly. Um, also, the Gmail is still open, so you guys can send them over there, Star Wars Hangout 77 at gmail.com. Uh, John, Dave Filoni, if you guys ever need anything, whatever. I'll board, I mean, you don't have to... I, I, want nothing. I want nothing in return, all right? I just... Literally, if you ever need uh, anything, whatever it may be, hit a us <laughs> up. I'm, I'm so like on this this train ride with them. It's it's wild. Yeah, we're like, oh my gosh, Lottie just looked up an amazing looking drink. It's got some blue, some red. That's in a nice Mandalorian mug. This That's is, what we might need this to do. This is the way. Yeah, we Tatooine need to, sunset. Tatooine sunset. So, we, so you know good. what? We'll get some of. I have the old. Oh, did I throw out those ice cube trays? Doggone it. What is wrong with me? Well, it's okay. We can't even see the ice cubes. It's yeah, more important to have the right glasses. That's true. But it's also nice to know that you've got like a little X-Wing ice cube going on in there. Anyway. Um, all right, friends. Hey, come back next week. If you guys have ever wanted to pop on and chat with Oez, that, that for Star Wars Celebration, that will be the time. We'll be going live. Got the internet all fired up, and, and I'm, I'm excited for that. So that will be the time to get in here. We'll do our first sort of kind of hang out with our patrons, talk about Celebration. It's going to be freaking sick. And we'll go from there. So I almost don't want to end the episode. I'm sort of like having too much fun. But we got to. We love you guys. Thank you so much. And as always, remember, this this is is the way.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.